0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Living in the Moment, and more importantly, another Moment Makers journey to celebrate. We are joined by Caitlin, a Moment Maker on our Paul Davis and First On-Site teams, but most importantly, not only is she a Moment Maker, she is also one of our newest team leads. She has jumped into a role of supporting our Moment Makers on both of these teams and. And I am so incredibly proud to see this accomplishment. We started working together a year and a half ago, and she has always been such a joy to work with. She's the perfect balance of a teammate, fun, and sass. And there is never a dull moment with Caitlin. I think you're going to love this conversation. I really appreciated this opportunity to get to know her better. Now let's celebrate Caitlin's journey. Hello,
1: hello. You're no longer blonde. I am not. I'm not. It was uh, with COVID and everything. I was getting too much to upkeep. So yeah,
0: <laughs> I uh, I felt the same way. I am half there. Hi. <laughs> okay. Good. Looks good. Thanks. I'll be fully brown probably by the end of
1: March because I don't. Okay. I'm done with the blonde. Me too. It's too much upkeep. Not only that, but it kills my hair way too much. <laughs> yeah. I have never had healthier hair. It's yep. fantastic. Yep. <laughs> How's that? How's your day
0: going? I ask as if it didn't start 30 minutes ago.
1: Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Well, I mean, I'm in placement right now, too. So like I did placement from 830 to 430 today and then I rush home to work 530 to 10. So, wow. What's the placement for? Uh, For schooling. So for x-ray. Cool. Yeah. So I do that five days a week.
0: Is that? the goal in the end is like x-ray technician
1: yeah very cool yeah. yeah I'm in placement till the end of December and then I'm done and then I just have to write my exam in January and then yeah very nice mm-hmm.
0: well a little bit about what we do mainly with this series so um Celebrate Your Journey is really just about you as our moment makers, Um, and this one is a little bit extra special because not only are you a moment maker, but we are one of our most recent team leads, which is um, one of the first times that I think I can say it because by the time this comes out, it will be announced, so that's very exciting, Uh, but it's really just learning all about you and everything that you've done up until now and how it's really made you successful in everything you want to do both as a moment maker and outside of work as well. So mainly to start is um, just a bit about your journey. So what you've done up until now, how you graced us with your presence here at TLS um, and everything that you've learned so far.
1: All right. Well, um, I, what brought me to TLS was the Was COVID, honestly. Um, I had been working, so I go to school at College Boreal in Sudbury. Um, So I had been working at the gym there, and then COVID hit us and um, shut everything down. So I lost my job there. Um, So I moved back home for the summer and I was living at home. I was on CERB for a few months, I think about three or four months I was on CERB for, and I I really did not like that. I didn't like the feeling of, you know, just receiving money for free and sitting at home pretty much. Um, It was really hurting my mental health. So I went and worked with um, my mom's job. Uh, She works in North Bay, gave me an opportunity to work for a month before I went back to school. So I was like, all right, you know, it's not going to get me much, but at least I'm working for the money that I'm getting, you know, I'm not getting it for free. I, I don't like that part. So I went and worked with my mom for a month. And uh, coming towards the end of the month, I was like, mm, what am I going to do come school year? Because I've always worked during my school years. Um, you know, that's how um, I pay for everything, I pay for my rent. with with uh, working I pay for school through working and all like that I don't enjoy using OSAP too much um, so I was like oh I'm not too sure what I'm going to do and actually it was through my mom's work that I actually found the posting for TLS to work from home and I thought wow that would be like an amazing job for me because as a student I'm already so much out of the house that it was very appealing to be able to work from home so that I could actually be at home and not be just gone 24 seven. So I applied for TLS and I started my interviews and that kind of stuff in the beginning of August, 2020, I believe. Yeah. It was at the beginning of August. And then, um, my first day actually with TLS was August 31st. So, uh, and I've been employed here ever since. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't get rid of you.
1: <laughs> no, no getting rid of me.
0: <laughs> no, we're happy to have you. No, we started I think around the same time because mine was August tenth, I want to say. So we were pretty close together. So happy year and a half to us, really.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: It's it's been quite a fast year and a half, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you deal with every hurricane under the sun. So.
1: Very true. I did come in, in the middle of hurricane. Um, which one was it? Laura think.
0: Delta, Delta.
1: No, Delta was this year, like the 2021. Oh, really? 2020. Yeah. And 2020 was hurricane. Oh man. Now that, that's going to bother me. I know there
0: was, Laura was definitely around there. hmm Are we fact-checking this? I am fact-checking Perfect. right now.
1: there were like three back to back yeah so maybe it was delta it might have been delta because there
0: was an isaac at some point too that's familiar to me oh yes yeah
1: i think it was delta that i started in, and then isaac came later
0: because i remember i started on um claim dispatches And a lot of the calls we were receiving on Paul Davis was for like existing customers and customer service. And I'm just watching the queue flood going. I
1: can't help. Like I only know one thing. (laughs) I felt the exact same way. Like I come into work every day, and it's like you have like 50 emails and like 20 some 30 calls in the queue, and you're like, what is going on right now?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was that was a rough one. But also about what you said with Serb, I. I've never, I mean, I've never really openly had the conversation with anyone, but I've never heard anyone feel the exact same way that I did. Like it was nuts. I, like I was doing the same thing of just finding, waking up at 6am still, and just finding something to do to feel like I was being purposeful because sit, sleeping in acting like I was on vacation and then accepting money for it felt Wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong, like the first like two weeks, two to three weeks of doing it, I was like, wow, this is great. Like, I'm being paid to pretty much be on vacation. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and then the fourth week came, the fifth, the sixth, and I'm like, wow, I feel like such a moocher right now. I'm like, you yeah. know, I'm just taking advantage of this situation. I really didn't like that. But and like Mind you, I tried. It wasn't like I just sat at home and just took the situation for what it is. I tried applying to places, but no, nowhere was hiring because everybody was shut down. So like, I have a lot of even just um, customer service um, experience. I have a lot of serving experience, but they were all shut down. So I was like, well, I can't go to serving. They're shut. Um, there was really nowhere that was hiring. So it was really depressing honestly so honestly what I passed my time with was I started taking up a lot of different hobbies I learned I taught myself how to crochet taught myself how to knit and that's pretty much what I did for my summer um I helped out around the house a lot you know something at least to make me feel like I was doing something and not just sitting at home for free
0: yeah I watched my fair share of West Wing and then learned different crafts was basically (laughs) My uh my skill building. I learned how to code. That was another one. But yeah, it was definitely a good skill building. So working in customer service frequently over the past several years, why customer service? What is it that draws you to it?
1: Um so customer service, I think started off as so I'm from a small town in Ottawa. Not sure if many people know where that is, but it's very close to North Bay. Personally, I've <laughs> driven through it. <laughs> Most people don't know where it is, but it's very close to North Bay. Um, And in small town Mattawa, there's really not too many places to work. So um, my very first job was actually at a Country Style in Mattawa. And then um, we got a Tim Hortons finally. Oh. And yeah, Country Style just kind of went downhill from there. Nobody nobody came to Country Style anymore because Tim Hortons was this new thing. So that got shut down. So then I started working for the city of Mattawa. And this is where kind of the customer service just comes from. Um, I'm very much a person. I love talking with people. I love being with people. I don't like being behind, you know, I don't like being alone all the time. So I, I think that's where the customer service really came into play was the fact that I just enjoy being with people and I enjoy helping people, which is also where my schooling comes into play. You know, I went to school at Laurentian University for two years for psychology um, but I decided that wasn't really the route I wanted to take, and then I went into massage therapy. I finished that diploma, so once again, that's kind of in the line of helping people. I was really interested in helping them make make them feel better inside of their bodies um, physically and sometimes mentally too, to be honest, and then um, I decided to Splay myself out even more. And I said, Hey, why not go back to school again? And I went to x-ray, um, which is what I'm currently taking. I love it, but yeah. So I think my, where customer service comes from is just, uh, deep down. I just, I enjoy being with people and I enjoy helping people, um, you know, to can't really say fix their issues, but to help them get some assistance in what they need.
0: So I guess the real question is what don't you do? (laughs) <laughs> that is a good question i have done a lot of things i've done a lot of jobs in my very short life that's like a full spectrum too like we've done we, you've done the service industry and then you've done massage therapy and now x-ray and then also being a moment maker and working within restoration and yeah that's a good, that's yeah. a good well-rounded and
1: individual it is and honestly like they all have one thing in common customer service in massage therapy, people come to you all the time. And because you are giving them a massage, it's a relief. And they, t- they honestly tend to treat it as a therapy session. I've had many people come into my room and, you know, whenever they first start off, you can, you can tell there's something just off about them. You know, they're just very low on themselves. And then you start you, you know, you start the massage and they start to open up more and they start to talk to you about things. And by the end of the massage, you really see like a difference in just their mood. And a lot of people appreciate that. So, and then you jump into x-ray. Once again, it's a lot of customer service as well. You know, people are coming to see you whenever they're in quite a lot of pain. So you're trying your best not to cause them more pain, but you know, sometimes uh, to be able to get the image, they have to take a little bit of pain. Um, as it's really important for the doctor to be able to get all that info so that they can correctly treat the patient. But once again, that's a lot of customer service too. You have to have a good communication with your patient in order to help them through this stuff. Cause if you don't have a good communication, they're not going to want to do half the things that is, you know, needed of them. And then jumping into working here at TLS, it's all customer based, you know, and that's kind of what we brand ourselves on is customer uh, customer service and trying to help out our customers as much as we can and you know making their moments
0: yeah for sure and on that x-ray point too like it's it's interesting how you look at it because in any of my unfortunate emergency room experiences you go through seeing or talking to or meeting 15 different people. Like there's constantly someone poking and prodding you. And I've always found in every x-ray experience, they are the nicest, most compassionate
1: ones of that entire bunch. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's really I, I completely understand that. I think where it comes from is the fact that there's a lot of the professions, like even nursing. So my sister's a nurse and she's been a nurse for give or take five to six years. And she's already desensitized to the whole everything, you know, like desensitized so much that if a person comes in complaining of pain, um, so they work with a a lot of drug addicts and alcoholics. And if people come in, you know, complaining of pain, it doesn't even click in her mind that it might be pain. It's just, oh, they're probably just looking for something. You know what I mean? So they become, you become so desensitized that you don't, not that I'm not saying they don't care about their patients, but they they sometimes just don't realize that these people are still people and they're not just another patient. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, there's that slight disconnect, but it, it's not for on a humanity level, but like they have a job to do and they have
1: to complete that exactly. job. the patient becomes just a patient, not a person anymore. It's just another yeah. job to do, you know? Whereas in x-ray, it's a little bit different because we actually – we see what's going on you know whenever you take a picture there's some there's some of them that you're looking at the picture and you're like mm, is there really anything going on there like it's so slight that sometimes we don't even realize the you know the doctors usually will the the radiologists who actually read the images they they're a little bit more trained than us obviously so they'll definitely see a difference but like whenever you see something that's so obvious like their whole arm is literally broken in half i mean how can you not have compassion for that? You know, what I mean? ease. Yeah, that's true. Pain and you're like, that's painful right there.
0: That's cold. Yeah. The way you think of it there, like someone who is um, visiting a patient just in the hospital bed, if it's internal, you don't see it. So you don't connect it because there isn't that visual. But yeah, when you literally look into someone's body, <laughs> you have that opportunity to visually connect it. That's, that's kind of interesting. I haven't thought of that that way. That's cool. Um, so being a moment maker, what is being a moment maker to you? Not just within TLS, but just like as a whole, what is it to be a moment maker?
1: So being a moment maker, I think is, I don't think it's based more. I don't think it's really based on what you're doing for the person. I think it's more how you treat the person because, you know, you're not always going to be able to do the most that that you can or what the person exactly wants. But if you're treating this person with respect and you are um, treating them like a human, I think that's what really makes a moment in our life is just doing the most that you can and treat treating the person with respect, I think is down to the point of it. I was, my mom's always raised me on, respect being the number one thing in life. Um, Respect is earned, not given, but you should try to respect everyone. Um, But I think that's that's one of the most important things for me is just respect and treating people with dignity and, you know, um just respecting respecting who they are and what their issues are. I think that's a really big point for me. Yeah.
0: I love that. I agree. I ask, I ask everyone these questions and it's always a different answer. So um, that was a new one that I hadn't heard before. I appreciate that.
1: So what excites you to come to work every day? Um, So honestly, the number one that excites me coming to work is everybody that I work with, everybody here is just so great. And I love chatting with everybody. They make me laugh so much on a daily basis. Um, That's to be honest, that's the number one thing that makes me so happy to come to work here is the environment that we have. And, you know, it's, you're not just another number, you're family here and everybody really truly does care about how you are and what you're doing and that kind of stuff. And I, I also like, you know, calling, chatting with customers over the phone. You know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's, definitely tough situations. And some of the stories that we do here are very, very sad and it's hard to deal with, but then you get the people who come along and they're just so joyful and they make your day. Like I can think of a bunch of conversations that I've had with customers and, you know, even though like, for example, during the hurricanes that we have, even though their houses are literally destroyed they still come to this phone call and they're still making jokes with you. And, you know, they're thinking that, well, you know, it could be worse. Um, we could have lost someone or anything like that. And I find it just so. It amazes me how much people can still feel that way after they've already lost so much. Yeah, I agree.
0: And I, like I've even had those ones where you can tell, even to touch on your thing of like treating them like they're human, you can tell even when they've had experiences within this hurricane where someone hasn't treated them like they're human and they are just another number because there's so much damage. Um, but then you can tell when they talk to one of us how that flips. Um, like, and, and I've had that experience of just being thanked for listening because people won't listen to them in that kind of a chaotic time. And the fact that we can have that kind of an impact or or make that kind of a difference is really special.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Like you said, just listening to their story sometimes is all they need. You know, a lot of people, whenever they come in, whenever they're calling for help and stuff, the people are just going to be very dismissive I find, and just can give me your information and we'll call you later. You know what I mean? Whereas here at TLS, TLS, sorry. We really pride ourselves on listening to the story and not just treating them like another, like another call, you know, they are important to us and we do want to try to help them as much as we can. So I find just even just allowing them to express how they're feeling just really helps them. I find. Yeah, for sure.
0: So with your development within TLS of our what we call tier one of, of learning claim dispatch and and to be a full moment maker, knowing all the processes to working out with two brands um, and two languages, and now to be our newest team lead. What would you say is your biggest success or your biggest reason for that success? What's contributed
1: to it? Um, honestly, the support of everyone here. Um, that's really contributed to my most success. Uh, whenever I first started off here, I was thrown into things quite quickly. I think, um, <laughs> I was, I had training for two days, I think with, um, with a trainer. And then I was kind of thrown to the dogs on my own. And it was really scary at first. Cause you know, I, I think they've changed the training. Changed the training protocols quite a bit since I've been trained. But I remember whenever I was first thrown in, I was thrown in on claim dispatches and calls and you know customers calling in for concerns like that kind of stuff. So it was a little oh. bit overwhelming. Yeah, I was thrown into kind of everything all at once. I think the only thing I wasn't on whenever I first started was CCS stuff. Wow. But yeah, yeah so I was. Kind of-
0: Very different.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it is. Like I was just thrown into it. And, but the help of everybody is what really got me through it. Like, even just in our support chat, just everybody is so quick to the ball in answering you, and they're so helpful. And they don't make you feel bad for not knowing something. You know, there's no, I've never once asked a question thinking, oh man, are they going to make fun of me for this? You know what I mean? And, it's just, it's an environment where you're, they'd rather you ask questions than make a mistake. And yeah, everybody's. And just, we're all in this together. Exactly. And, you know, just because you're a TL doesn't mean you know everything still. There are still things that we don't know even. Yeah. But we speak with management and they're able to help us out and we're able to help the next person out, which, like I said, comes back to it is that's, I think that's where that's what got me to where I am today is all the help of my TLs and my, um, my fellow moment makers is, yeah, is just all their help. You mean, including one of them. <laughs> Aww. Honorable mention to me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so what would you say has been your biggest highlight of your journey that can include like Anything from schooling from before TLS or even just TLS, if you prefer, just a highlight that's really stuck with you?
1: Um, so, I mean, I can give some of both. A big highlight for me um, outside of TLS would have been me graduating massage therapy, because honestly, it was a very tough program. And in the middle of my massage therapies, whenever we got hit with COVID, So there was a lot of process changes and really quick process changes, too, because, you know, things just happen so fast. And then after I was done schooling, I had to take so there's a written national exam and a practical national exam. And being able to pass my written was just such a big thing for me because it was so disorganized because they were trying to learn how to get people to write Exams through COVID, as we couldn't go to our normal situations because everything was shut down. So I usually you get to write your exam like a month after you graduate. I only got to write my exam eight months after. So you know that's that's eight months time of me not working in the field. So I wasn't really using the knowledge that I had accumulated. So being able to pass that exam was a really big um, yeah success in my life. And then within TLS, I mean, obviously so far, my biggest success is getting a TL position. I think it's, it's a very meaningful position because it's a position where you get to help others in the situation that you once were. And I think that's really cool
0: that's going to make me want to tear up. That's yeah. That all comes full circle because we're right back to want,
1: just wanting to help people. That's really sweet. Yeah, exactly. And I find it's really cool that you get to be in a position that like for me personally, I get to now be in the position that helped me throughout my journey. So I now get to be the TL that's maybe going to make a difference for someone else's journey, you know?
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I think you're going to do great things there. Thank you. for Sure. So then on that note of supporting someone going through their journey, if we have a moment maker fresh into the customer service industry, they've they've never dealt with customer service. Um, Maybe they've never spoken professionally on the phone, whatever it might be. What is your biggest piece of advice for their first day?
1: Just diving into it. Sink or swim. (laughs) Honestly, I think the biggest piece of advice that I can give is 98% of the time, the customer is frustrated at the situation, not at you. So even though you have a customer calling in and they're so frustrated and, you know, sometimes they can be quite rude to you. You can't take that to heart because they're not really mad at you. They're mad at the situation and you're just the person taking the call about what the situation is. So, yeah, they are going to dish it out on you. But you just got to remember at the end of the day that, it has nothing to do with who you are as a person. You're doing everything you can to help them, but they just need an outlet on where to place that frustration. And unfortunately, sometimes we are that outlet, but it's a good outlet as sometimes we can you know, turn it around and make them actually come out of the call and be like, wow, I feel like that was an amazing call and you actually helped me. So I think that's the biggest piece of advice that I can give is don't take it to heart whenever people are aggravated with you. It's the situation. Not you. Yeah. Just keep pushing through. Just keep swimming. (laughs) swimming, Like Dory says. (laughs) (laughs) And my
0: favorite. So my second last, because I do need to unfortunately give you back to our customers. Um, Can't keep you all to myself. But one of my favorite things to ask is who are the three people that have influenced you the most in your life? um, And what was it that they taught you or why did they influence you the
1: most? Okay. Uh, so the biggest influence in my life is my mom. I know that sounds pretty cheesy and what most I'm right there with it. you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's not just my mom. Cause she's my mom, my mom. I find just what she's accomplished in life has been a lot. So she's a very smart person. And, um, whenever she first met my dad, so my dad's side of the family, super French, super French. Um, my because I'm a mad, doesn't even understand like English, can't speak English, nothing like that. And my mom's totally English. Well, she was back then, totally English, does not speak a lick like of French, can't understand French. And she jumped into this relationship with my dad and she taught herself French. You know, she oh yeah, like throughout the years, she just taught herself how to understand French, how to speak French. Now, mind you, it's still not perfect, but she can have a full conversation now. So I, that's find that, yeah. <laughs> I find love. Yeah. And I found that really cool that, you know, and like they say, French is a very hard language to learn. So it's really cool that she was able to learn that on her own. Um, and then the second thing that really inspires me about her is so she had three daughters. Um, so my oldest is seven years older than me, then my middle one's five years older than me, then I'm the youngest. Um, but the way she raised us was the way that I hope to raise my kids one day. She raised us in a place where we were brought literally everywhere and to do everything. My mom used to curl whenever she was, whenever I was really young. And uh, there's pictures of all three of us girls at the curling club. And, you know, my mom's curling might be 10 o'clock at night, but she's curling. And she'd bring us sleeping bags and pillows and... We'd get set up on the ground and sometimes I'd fall asleep in a closet. Sometimes I'd fall asleep in chairs and (laughs) yeah, literally there's pictures of this and it's quite hilarious. I think to this day, I think that's the reason why I can sleep with the TV on is because sometimes I'd fall asleep right beside the big speakers playing music and that's just where I'd pass out. (laughs) I find that amazing that she still did everything she wanted to do in life, even with three kids. You know, it never stopped her. She just brought us along for the ride. Yeah. Meanwhile,
0: my mom, like, she found that balance, but she just had one. So (laughs) I can't imagine three. And I was not an easy one. (laughs) I am the same way. I was very sassy as a child. I I believe that. (laughs) I believe that 100%. Yeah. Um, And
1: then... Probably my second biggest inspiration would be um, my sister. Um, You know, she went through nursing school and she got a job right outside of nursing school. And she's kind of, she's always been my lookup for schooling. She's always done amazing in school. Um, Always passed with 90s, which I was always jealous with. (laughs) and uh, she had it so easy like the 90s just came easy to her so I think that that's another person that I definitely look up to Um, she's such a great nurse and she provides such good care she's very knowledgeable in her field so I think that's another person that I definitely look up to and then a third one honestly my third one would have to be my boyfriend He's went through a lot in life, Um, and uh, so he has ADHD, so very hard for him to, you know, focus in school and stuff, and two years ago, three years ago, he decided to go back to school and through HVAC, and, you know, he passed his HVAC, um, he passed HVAC in college, which is really awesome considering that he had such a hard time with schooling back whenever he was in high school and stuff. So it's, uh, it's really awesome that he was able to do that through even all the difficulties that he has. And then he had to pass his, also his national exam. And I just remember the weekend before he took his national exam, he was really stressing out because he was worried that he wasn't going to be able to pass Um, because he's always been told in life that he's not smart enough. He's not smart enough to do this. He'll never amount to doing this. Yeah. So he was really worried that he wasn't going to pass. So I said, well, instead of us being worried, we're going to study. So that Saturday and Sunday, I think we spent probably 12 hours each day just studying. And, and then funny thing is, is, uh, so he had to take his test up in Toronto so we got everything together. We made our way to Toronto. Morning of the test, we're going over there. I dropped him off. Uh, we had to call before he could go in. So we call and they tell us that his ca- test has been canceled. Yeah. And I was no. like, yeah, I was like, well, number one, where was my notice of this? Because I yeah. just drove all the way to Toronto from Sudbury. We paid for a motel room so you can come take this test. And that's what five hours, four hours? Uh three and a half, I
0: think about. And then we'll add traffic. We'll make it five with traffic. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, pretty much five. Maybe like eight with traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we get to this exam center and they tell us it's been canceled. Now, my boyfriend being my boyfriend, he was just accepting that. And he's like, perfect, I can go home and I have more time to study. And then but not Caitlin. Came- Yeah, no, me being me, I was like, (laughs) no way. I was like, I came all this way. I am not doing this again. I said, you're ready for this test. Like we're taking it today. So of course I got on the phone and I started talking to people and I was like, number one, I was like, we never even got an email saying that it was canceled. So I'm like, that's highly unprofessional. (laughs) And then, and then they tell us the reason of why it was canceled. So listen to this one. The reason why it was canceled is because we didn't sign a piece of paper saying that he doesn't have COVID. We didn't need proof, nothing like that. It was just a sign a piece of paper saying that, you know, he hasn't been out of the country within, what is it, like four weeks or whatever, and all the normal COVID questions because we didn't sign that piece of paper. So I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, you're going to make this poor guy go all the way back home and rebook after it took me. So I actually booked for him. It took me literally a month and a half of talking with these people to be able to get him an exam session. Oh my God. Yeah, because they don't take phone calls. They'll only email you. Of course. Yeah. So- Because why would
0: would we make this efficient? (laughs) Actually just get it, like
1: cross it off the list one by one. (laughs) Exactly. Why would you make that efficient? Like, so I emailed with them for a month and a half in order to get this date. And I was like, I'm not going through that again so I got on the phone with them and I was like hold up here I was like number one we never even got this email saying to sign this form so I was like how am I supposed to sign a form that I never got an email for and I said and number two I was like it is such a silly email I was like send it to us now and we'll send we'll sign it right now it's no different if I'm signing it in front of the doors or if I signed it two days earlier there's really yeah. no difference is still the same <laughs> exactly. My answer is literally still going to be the same. So yeah. finally, they agreed and they allowed him to take the test that day. So uh, it took him about three hours, I think, to do the test. So, you know, I went back to the hotel and I enjoyed the hotel. And three hours later, I went to go pick him up and I was like, So, how'd it go? And he was like, Oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I think it went well, but I'm not too sure. So then I was like, oh Lord, I was like, what happens if he doesn't pass this? I was like, I just forced him to take that test today. (laughs) He had to pass. He could have went home and studied more. So I was like, oh no, what happens if he doesn't pass? I was like, oh dear, he's going to hate me because these (laughs) tests are like $200 a pop. So I'm like, oh dear. I was like, if he doesn't pass this, like I just forced him to take this test today. He was more than happy to go home. And I was like, oh God, so anyways, it took about a month to get the results back. And thankfully he passed, but yeah, so I find it. So just, uh, bringing it back all around, I just, I find it so amazing that he came from a point in life where people told him that he was never going to do anything with his life. And he surpassed that and kind of just shoved it in their face. And then like, look what I've achieved. You know, you never would have thought I could have achieved this, but look what I've done. And he did it on his own. You know, I helped study, but I'm not the one that retained the knowledge. I literally just sat there on my phone with the answer sheet and just told him if it was right or not. You know, so I never, I'm not the one who retained that knowledge. And I remember after taking the test, I remember he tried thanking me and he's like, thank you for helping me. And, you know, I told him, I was like, no, I don't deserve any of the credit. I said, this is all you. You're the one that retained the information. I did I did nothing. I just I was there just to support you, which is what I should be there for, you know. But I didn't do this. This is totally you. So I th- I thought that was a really important thing to have in his head because it's true. It this was totally him. I had nothing to do with this.
0: I would so give yeah. you credit for getting on the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe
1: I can take <laughs> credit for that. I'll take credit for that one. <laughs> Proud mama moment. <laughs> I definitely did not make the guy on the phone's moment though. I definitely was not no. the happiest person in the world. <laughs> yeah, no, I,
0: I imagine he uh, he may have had his own opinions. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't moment made. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a conversation that had to happen. And it was one that worked out for the best.
1: Exactly, exactly. It, you know, things have to get done sometimes. And I wasn't rude about it. I was just very straightforward and I wasn't taking yeah. no from answer. <laughs> Because why should you? That's a very silly reason. I agree.
0: Exactly. (laughs) It's not okay. But it's interesting. All three of those, when we connect it to you you wanting to help people, and then the common theme or the common thread that all three of those share is that you can do anything. And I believe that. And you'll set your mind to something and you'll achieve it. And I think
1: that's fantastic. So I I look forward to everything you get to do. Well, yeah, I, I think that's, that's what comes down to it too, is you can really just, you can achieve what your mind is set to. It just depends on how hard you have to work for it and how much you're willing to work for it. Yeah, I agree.
0: I have one last question for you. It's like how I like to close out all of these. What's one thing that you like to do in your personal and or professional life to live in the moment and be present? Hmm.
1: That's, that's a good question. All right, um. <laughs> honestly if I would have answered this question even a year ago it would probably be so different but I honestly I think nowadays with everything that's going on I think just spending time with the people that I love is how I live in the moment you know being thankful every day for what I have and for my family's health and that we're all getting through this together um, I think that's honestly how I live every day. You know, I, I hate to live in the past and I hate to live in the future. I think you just take every day for what it is and that's what it is. You be thankful for every moment that you have here.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better.
1: Well, thank you so much for your
0: time and thank you for spending your time with little old me. Um, (laughs) It's been really fun. This was, this was a lot of fun getting to know you because we get to talk often, but I've just found with like anyone that I've talked to in this whole series that it just, it puts a whole new side to everything because you actually get to know someone a bit better. So thank you very much. And it's been a pleasure.
1: It was my pleasure. I was very honored to be here.
0: I've been you've been you've been on my list, my little sticky note here for a while. So I just needed it was a matter of like, hey, when can I book you in?
1: <laughs> matter of a good enough reason to have me. <laughs> yeah,
0: of course. It was a special reason. It's not good enough. It was a special reason.
1: Well, I feel very flattered.
0: Good. And congratulations again. I'm so I couldn't think of anyone better to be one of our new team leads. So I'm really excited for you.
1: Thank you. I'm very excited to start this new chapter in my life too. Uh, You know, really excited. I mean, by the time that this comes out, I probably would have already jumped into the position, but um, as we speak right now, it's kind of just in the works. So I'm really excited to see what it all entails. You know, I'm just getting little bits and pieces right now, but I'm really excited to be able to jump into it.
0: Good. I'm glad you'll do great things. I'm proud to watch. Thank you. (laughs) I'll let you get back to, uh, well, I've been keeping an eye on the French queue. We have no French customers as of the moment, but
1: I'll let you get back to our other ones. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, Alicia. Thanks. Talk you soon. Bye. Bye.
0: I told you you'd love her. I said it to Caitlin and I say it to everyone who will listen. I love that I get to know our people on a different level through this series Thank you so much for joining us and for taking a listen. Congratulations again to Caitlin and as well to Dylan and Amber who are also jumping into our team lead team. It's been an honor to witness their journeys and I can't wait to see what they do within their new roles. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for your feedback and thank you for being a part of the TLS family through Living in the Moment. I can't wait to chat with you again. We will see you next week. Sometimes you need someone there for some a little chin. Trend-